Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... Wave Riders of the Apocalypse. Wave Riders of the Apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, this sounds like a mid-noughties movie. It's, I'm, I'm going like late 90s, early noughties. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of post-Baywatch uh, <laughs> like aesthetic. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater just released. Yeah, you've yeah. got it, it, the, the, the meeting of extreme sports and jet ski culture. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That is exactly the uh, the vibe I'm getting from this title, which was given to us by all the webs of stage. Thank you for that. They got in touch with us on Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show. You can find us there. All the webs of stage, obviously, a very good podcast. Uh, yes. which you'll be listening to if you if you like this, you'll like that. Um, so, as you can probably tell from the title we've been given, we're doing pirate post-apocalypse movies. There is no way you didn't work that out from the title. There's, it's it's, it's <laughs> utterly unthinkable to me that from Wave Riders of the Apocalypse, you wouldn't have thought, ah, oh, that is, not only does it say apocalypse in it, but definitely pirates who wouldn't have put those things together. Um, well, the one person who would put those things together is Kevin Costner, and everyone knows that that went very well for him. Yeah, yeah, that, that went very well um, to the point where they have to. They they made a joke in The Simpsons about putting forty quarters in for a Waterworld game. You take one step and it goes game over. Please insert forty quarters. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so the pirate pirate post apocalypse uh, genre alive and well. <laughs> Definitely not dead on the first step. <laughs> Game over on it's the first step. It's time for a revival. It is. It's it... time for a very costly revival. <laughs> very costner revival. <laughs> yes. Well, why not? Anyway, I think we should get on with some post-apocalyptic piratical mentions. That sounds about pretty good to me. Or it does. Or it, or it do. Or it does, says the pirate robot. You're right. Treasure Planet is indeed a post-apocalyptic <laughs> pirate movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's do I, some I guess of those. So. Let's do that. So this is the part of the show where we just go for a few more honourable mentions uh, people have given us and just pitch what those would be as well. Uh, they've got in touch with us on, on social media. Uh, you can go to Twitter, Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show, or you can go to facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast and give us titles on our uh, posts every week. Yes. This one this one came out on, on a Friday. Uh, we put them out every Friday. Uh Put them in the comments. Put them in a reply, uh, and uh, we'll uh, we'll hopefully get around to pitching it. Yeah. So from Pip Mason, we've got Wasteland Lubber. Wasteland Lubber. Okay. Interesting. Mm. That's an interesting one because, of course, land lubber is is just someone who doesn't know how to sail, doesn't know, spends all their time on the land, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Wasteland Lubber. Would just be the person in the wasteland, but but in like post-apocalyptic films, yeah. the wasteland is somewhere that's essentially inescapable. Ah. Like there's nowhere else. It's wasteland as far as the eye can see. Exactly. Um, maybe it's that giant boat that's got a load of rubbish on it. <laughs> it's the wasteland. Okay, so it's like the way I see. Yeah. So 
what you're saying is there is a trash island out there yeah. on the sea. Yeah. Um, the okay, all right. It's, so it's, it's kind of I was about to say like Noah's Island if you remember that cartoon. I'm thinking that we just frame this as a normal pirate movie. Yeah. But with some very subtle changes, mm. and it'll just be like the designs on like ships are weird. Or like the designs on guns are weird, or or whatever it is, and then mm. the clothing's strange and sort of looks like a almost like it's almost like you were, had reimagined it from the ground up from like a fantasy movie. I, I thought you were gonna say we're gonna frame this like a like a um, a wasteland, a, a just a regular post-apocalypse movie, but kind of like a Planet of the Apes kind of reveal. It, They're on this trash it. island the, the whole time. Oh, I'm I'm thinking both. Oh, so right. <laughs> like it's a pirate movie. Yeah. But it's a Planet of the Apes star reveal that there's just a trash island with Coke bottles floating in it. <laughs> like, it is... It's yeah. like you have, like... They're, they're like, there is a mysterious moving island that floats out there with loads of treasure on it. Yeah. Ah, uh, but it's... And uh... so they're... Because... They're but what's happened is the world has fallen, turned to dust, yeah. risen up again, and and gotten to the age of piracy once more. <laughs> And and now they're like the thing that survived is this ridiculous amount of plastic that's floating in the ocean. <laughs> it's a it's a relic from a from a lost civilization. Yeah, um, that hasn't gone trash away. island. Yeah, <laughs> everything else has gone. Yeah, like like so, uh, civilization has been obliterated to the point of it's just dust now. Yeah, there's no record of anything existing <laughs> before. Uh, before this time so like just entire cities just don't exist anymore yeah it's, it, it just look everything looks natural yeah yeah it's, uh, it's basically everything's been turned to dust just mm. by by the process of this ridiculous war yeah um and uh somehow some humans have survived mm. but they've completely like over the course of time they've just completely forgot they've gone back to arable farming and 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 sort of just you know, spice trading and and all that sort of stuff, right? They've kind of just started again, mm. and uh, I feel like this is this is the point at which, like, someone when when they get there, they've got to meet the the wasteland lover, which is to say, the person who has been living on this plastic island for the entire time, <laughs> and they're like. Their neck, hundreds of years. Their neck, well, no, for the entire yeah, for 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 their entire life, mm. and their neck is like it, that's that's where the legends come from. Is the, the the crew that found the plastic island and they left someone stranded on it. Oh no! Um, and this person, I'm, I'm just thinking of them. It's probably like um, uh, who's like a little bit sort of grubby and sort of like a little bit grubby. Ke- Kevin Eldon. Kevin Eldon. Kevin Eldon can play like grotesques and stuff. Who's Kevin Eldon? Kevin Eldon is oh, he's in oh, everything. He's in absolutely yeah. everything. I think I know who you mean. Even if you're American, even if you're if you're not from the UK, you've seen him in something. He's he's in uh, Edgar Wright stuff, isn't he? He is. He's, he's, he's in, in a lot of Edgar Wright stuff. He's in a lot of British sitcoms back in the. Uh, he's been in every, every right? British sitcom yeah. like that is that has existed since the two thousands, but also like he's one of the policemen in Hot Fuzz, right? He is, yeah, he is one of the the. Um, he is. Who is he in Hot Fuzz? That's gonna hurt me now. That's really you've really hurt I, me, Tom. I know, I know who you mean though. 
I know who you Because he's not one of the two Daves. No. Or two, the, what, the, 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 the Daves? The Andes. Andes. The Andes. The Andes. He's no. not Olivia Coleman. No, he's not Olivia Coleman. He's not Bill Bailey. No. Um, he's the stupid one, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah, he's the, the, now, my perfect Sunday. Yeah, that exactly. Guy. That guy. Um, uh, so yeah he's the, uh, Kevin Eldon yeah right so Kevin Eldon can play kind of grotesques and he's the one that they've, this wretch they've left on, on the island <clears throat> on this on this trash island I really like uh, the idea of him walking around this island in a uh, in an outfit not unsimilar to the one that Florence Pugh wears at the end of Midsummer, yeah, but just made of trash. <laughs> but this he's giant trash slug that, and that and walks around. Yes, absolutely, crying. And he's and he's talking like because he's got like beer. Those beer like um, uh, six pack rings. <laughs> he's got all around along his, his neck, neck. <laughs> like loads of them, like a like a bunch of neck, like, like you know, like someone who's draped, dressed themselves in all this treasure. Yeah, and then they've realised that it's restrictive and it doesn't decay and it doesn't go anywhere. You can't get it off. Yeah, and so he's just like he's kind of restrained by all this trash. What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, waddling around like a giant slug going yeah. ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> I'm Kevin Eldon <laughs> no one remembers who I am really <laughs> um, I've been in everything <laughs> I'm one of the hardest like, working actors in the, currently working um, I'm not leading man material <laughs> Um, Apparently, <laughs> I don't think I don't think Kevin Eldon has ever gone for a leading. No, role. no, I, I don't think he has either. To be fair, um, it's not his style. No, uh, but like, yeah, I, I, I need. We need to figure out the the big larger implications of this because I want this to kind of feel like a curse. Yeah, you know, like they get to the island and it's cursed in some way. It's it's cursed, as in like you end up with a disease. Maybe. Um. Okay. Maybe this is it. Right. So all these ships are coming to try and claim their treasure. Mm. Right from this island that's just hoved into view, it's just bobbed into view in, on the on the horizon. Right, yeah. um, loads of people have pulled up alongside it, and this is it's kind of like everyone's going for what they think is the best treasure at the very center of it. Right, mm. so there's there's there are crews who are pulling up the, the thing apart they're like go d- digging deeper they've got spades and they're digging yeah. up this coke bottles and they're digging up uh, caps and all that kind of thing syringes right? yeah yeah everyone thinks they've got like some treasure but they need more um because this plastic they haven't seen plastic before in their lives like it's all like it's yeah, all here this, in the water yeah why is this weird weird clear thing and the the the, the main thing is we need to make about this this um kind of this world is that it's uh, heavily dependent on like fishing and stuff like the the ecosystem of, of like they get all their food from the water mm. so when eventually the, the 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 only thing keeping this stuff safe is that this trash island has like this kind of netting stuff that ke- kind of keeps it all together when eventually the, the all these crews try to pull the netting apart, like pull it out because they think that's the stuff that's the best. It's, mm. it's it, like it's a big this big trawler net, and they're like, "Oh my god, that's so strong! That's so like, it's gonna last so long. I can, mm. we can we can uh, fish constantly with this." The trash island like starts to break apart. Yeah. And starts like and and it, what it's gonna do is like kill all the fish. It's gonna sort of like. <laughs> It, like the the stuff contained within the poison contained within yeah. is going to kill e- it's going to end the world yeah, again. yeah 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 um and so they they have to sort of like um the the one 
crew who sort of gets to the centre, who meets Kevin Eldon, this trash goblin, who tells them all about the poison at the centre of the island. Um, they have to try and blow up all the other ships before so, they can... So they're fighting over the trash hills yeah. and everything like that. And yeah, I, I quite like that. Um, that and that has kind of, kind of got a weird... Uh, sort of Last Crusade vibe, as in like Kevin Eldon as the guardian of this yeah, of this island, yeah. and then they're all trying to pull it, like it's collapsing. This yeah. island's collapsing, and he's just there with his hand up, going bye bye. <laughs> like, like they look back and see Kevin Eldon covered in trash, <laughs> just wa- waving goodbye, <laughs> like bye bye. I like the idea of them like flinging syringes at each other <laughs> and like how else could you fight like they're throwing huge cans of beans <laughs> they're la- loading the, on the on the back of their ships they've got catapults and they're loading like TVs into it yeah. like, you know CRTV screens and stuff or just bags of trash uh, bags of absolute <laughs> garbage that, uh, that there's uh, there's there's a rapid fire machine gun that fires only E.T. Atari cartridges <laughs> um <laughs> they I'm like it's, it's kind of canon era so I kind of feel like you you um what's kind of like cannonballs what's kind of cannonball sized that um you could like reasonably load into a cannonball um <laughs> I'm just thinking bowling balls yeah well why not <laughs> it's bowling but, balls why, why are there bowling balls in this trash pile <laughs> nobody quite knows well it was it was from the um it was from the great uh, the great bowling uh, disillusionment of 2023 <laughs> when they realised that bowling was a lie yeah it's just like what is what hang on have we been playing a game that, that doesn't make any sense yeah what well, do you mean you get an extra round when you get a strike the uh, the, the catholic church uh, which which gains a lot of a lot of traction, traction over the next, next few years two years yeah um, say the pope just goes bowling is against god destroy all the bowling alleys and, and it was because <laughs> and the, everyone does. the Pope lost a game of bowling once oh, right, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it's bullshit that you just if you if you keep getting strikes you just keep getting to play it's bullshit because I got a lot of strikes at the start of the game but not at the end <laughs> I got turkey at the beginning <laughs> let's uh, burn all the bowling alleys down <laughs> throw away your bowling balls um, and I think, I think tins of paint are pretty good as well. Like, can you imagine firing a tin of paint at someone? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just like out of a cannon. You just like fire red, red paint, just yeah. blood all over the place. <laughs> it's how it's how we make it into a PG rating yes. rather than a fifteen. Yeah, because uh, it's it's paint. Yeah, trust us, it's paint. It's definitely paint. <clears throat> that person's head, though it's half off, is uh, is is just leaking paint. <laughs> It's acrylic paint. <laughs> Do looks. I love how we went into quite a lot about how bowling balls are used as cannons. <laughs> yeah. but it's not going to be featured in the movie. Actually, no, we should feature it in the movie. We'll feature it heavy in the movie now. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's going to have a whole thing. It's like, why are we firing bowling balls? And it's like, well, I'll tell you. <laughs> the Pope. And it's like, it goes into this whole backstory. Like, half an hour of the movie is dedicated to why they're firing bowling balls out yes. of cannons. Um and yeah, I think that the island should collapse and yep. the poison released. Oh right, we we end the world once more. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we're going to come back for the uh, for the sequel, um, Poisonland Lovers. <laughs> poisonland Lovers. Poisonland Lovers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Sounds like a weird disco song. It's a, it, you know what it is? It's a, it's a weird disco uh, romantic novel. So that was Wasteland Lover. So from Matthew Prasu, we've got Legend of the Mutant Rum. Oh, that's good. I, I like that. Mm. Um, so in the, I, I think this has to skew slightly more pirate than post-apocalypse. Yes. Right? Um Okay. This is going to be the only time travel movie we have we have in this episode. <laughs> Wait, what? And it's not I... and it's not a constant time travel movie. Mm. It's a some people from beyond time when Earth is <laughs> like as in some people from when Earth is being destroyed in the final world war. Mm. World War 5 in which everyone is mutated into super soldiers and everything's irradiated and it's terrible and it's zombies, it's robots. People it's, are killing uh, people are killing each other for it's, the It's a race of Hitlers. Yeah, <laughs> just, everyone is meeting, yeah. It's a race of Hitler lookalikes. And um, clones. And one like something ends up coming back for back in time. Mm. Uh, just as, as the last salvation kind of like, a, like a 12 monkeys kind of thing yeah uh, 12 monkeys or uh, Terminator yeah yeah uh, except they're not trying to change the future yeah. they're just trying to find refuge in the past because <laughs> that person's going to die well before it's, it's, an, it's an emergency right yeah they've, they've done the whole they've done the whole time war thing where it's like they keep going back to try and kill each other as children <laughs> <laughs> just like <laughs> Yeah, someone uh, someone tried to go back in, in time and kill Hitler before he before he was born. Yeah, but then they spilt some cloning juice on him, which which made a, an entire. I race just of love Hitlers. the idea of this baby in this crib with this little mustache on, and, <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's like I say, Josh Brolin. He played Cable in uh, in Deadpool. He just stood there with this with this gun, and then there's also. Adult Hitler just stood there with a gun pointed at Josh Brolin, just like, "What do you think you're doing?" <laughs> and <laughs> with his gun directed at this baby he's holding in his arms, <laughs> with Josh Brolin's face. Um, who are we gonna cast? I think we should cast plays Captain Marvel. Brie Larson. Brie Larson, yeah. So Brie Larson is a is a uh, is kind of like one of the last soldiers who's who's kind of alive. Mm. Um, there's this big like dangerous amount of like mutant juice um, that's been like it's this huge tub yeah. that like everyone wants, and she like dives at it, smashes something on her on her arm, and zip, zips out of existence oh. to just as an escape. Mm. Gets flung way further than they expect. Gets kind of maybe coincidentally gets hit with a laser beam onto the device on her arm. Yeah. It malfunctions, flings her back in time all the way to pirate era, right? Yeah. Uh, wherein, times. wherein she like tumbles down this sandbank. Yeah. Onto this kind of desert island just outside a kind of like um, uh, sort of. Um, Montego Bay sort yeah, of like you like know a Caribbean port a Caribbean port yeah um, and there's someone wakes up it's like Nick Frost and, he, and he's like oh, he's drunk yeah I was like what are you, what are you doing it's Blackbeard the pirate you, you've just you've just flown out of the air and she's like no that's just some good friggin rum you're drinking she's like trying to play it off right 
um, uh, and 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 he's like, no, no, what is that rum as well? <laughs> um, and uh, uh, she's like, no, this, no, no, don't worry about this. This is uh, this is mine. Like, I want the rum. I want the rum. Give, it, give, give me, me that, the rum. Give me that and glowing, like, glowing green rum. And so she just smacks him over the head, yeah. and he falls unconscious again. And she goes and uh, buries the rum somewhere in the <laughs> in, in, in the in the like it like or even like. Yeah, I, I guess you, they're they're not outside the, the port. They are on on an island. Yeah. He's been stranded, right? So he's delirious from he's drinking rum. He's de- delirious from dehydration, and he's been he's been like marooned on this desert island. She's just then flown over him through yeah. a time portal, um, and he's like, "Come on, give me the you know whatever, yeah. right?" So anyway, she finds them. He, she gets them. She bur- buries the stuff. When he wakes up, she gets them both off the island yeah. with a raft. She's like building stuff together. She's like, "All right, we're together. We're getting off this island." Of course, at that point, there's like Nick Frost telling everyone there's this amazing rum that makes you fly around. Yeah, um, buried on this island. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's the legend of the mutant rum. Exactly. But it's in fact the curse of the mutant. Exa- rum. Exactly. Yeah. So he's telling this legend of the mutant. This this mutant. Just this this, this rum. incredible rum in yeah. this incredible like purple, vivid, glowing uh, <laughs> bottle. <laughs> When I look for a good rum, yeah, I, uh... <laughs> purple, <laughs> glowing, mm-hmm. a yes, yes, <laughs> it's the best rum. It's, <laughs> if it warms my belly and makes me sprout another arm, it's the best rum. <laughs> so yeah, I think like what what like kind of what um, Brie Larson did, the kind of arc of this is like oh. Brie Larson's going to discover that you can't just go back to a simpler time. She wants to go back to a simpler time where they or she would just at least wants to take refuge in the past yeah. leave behind the future like leave behind all, all of the things that are over there not think about them but yeah. that stuff has followed that's like her baggage mm. that that rum she, she grew is, up on pirate movies yes yes she grew up on old videotapes of pirate movies yes uh, at Muppet Treasure Island exactly it's a favourite one a favourite documentary um, and she just wants the world to be Muppets <laughs> and this is what the mutant rum turns people into yes that, that's one of the that's one of the key parts of the future this mutant juice would be turning people into into Jim Henson Muppets <laughs> That's one of the armies. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's one of the armies fighting for supremacy. <laughs> Just a hens and puppets. <laughs> In this weird Warhammer 40,000-esque world, yeah. there's a race of Muppets. <laughs> I mean, why not? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, what was it? We've got Space Marines. Yeah. Orcs. <laughs> We've got Eldar. Hitlers. Hitlers. <laughs> Robots. <laughs> Robot zombies. Time traveling. Uh, time traveling soldiers. Yeah. Uh, Muppets. <laughs> Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, but we're not going to meet God. But we're not. But we're not going to focus on that no, no, at no, all. No, 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 that's that's there. <laughs> we're just focusing on the pirate times mm. of her trying to stop people from getting to. She keeps having like Kyle Reese visions of of memories of, yeah. of being in that war and just yes. like just like she's in a tunnel and and uh, these dogs start barking and it's actually Kermit the Frog <laughs> in in human skin. Oh no. <laughs> so yeah, like I I feel like someone's going to get there. It's probably Nick Frost's um and and just like start distributing this rum around his 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 crew. Mm. 
and uh, they're all going to start like sprouting extra arms and legs and one a few of them are turning into Muppets and like um, and she's got a dream come true she, she has she's, she's literally living the life of Muppet Treasure Island <laughs> I suppose so <laughs> I think it's it's a it's a weird body horror bit <laughs> and then at the end she realises she's she's actually in the best possible place she can be. okay so maybe maybe that's it maybe that's that's the thing there's not an army of Muppets mm. this was just the super weapon yeah right she's <laughs> stolen from someone in the last moments of the war before it gets really really bad this this was what was going to cause the world to completely collapse in the Jim Henson vault she finds this mutant juice this was going to tip the balance in the war because as everyone knows you can't kill a Muppet yeah yeah exactly it's just fluff <laughs> Gonzo he's, he's constantly in death defying situations in which he should have died yeah so um, so, <laughs> and you're like stretching out and all that yeah. sort of thing and, and, and thus changes the timeline which is to, to the one in which humans live alongside Muppets in all the Muppet movies yeah yeah it's it's, it's branching off into <laughs> the we've just started the, the Muppet, Muppet cinematic universe, universe. Yeah, yeah there we go it's like uh, Days of Futures Past <laughs> if it was Muppets instead of X-Men yeah there we go so that was uh, Legend of the Mutant Rum <laughs> there you go those are all our honourable mentions. Thank you to everyone who's given us titles this week. We've had a load of a load of people yeah. uh, contributing this week. So Good stuff. I'm sorry we couldn't get to all of them, but uh, yeah, it's been great to read them out. Um, anyway, just uh, just looking at all all the suggestions we've got. Mm-hmm. Um, keep keep them coming. So now we move on to our final major pitch, which is given to us by all the webs of stage. And that is Wave Riders of the Apocalypse. Wave Racer sixty four. Thank you. Yes. Wave Racer 64. Pitch the N64 game. Wave Racer 64. Was there not a GameCube one as well? I don't know. Wave Racer. It definitely wouldn't have been called 64, though. No. (laughs) Wave Racer 64, only on the GameCube. (laughs) Very strange. Um, (laughs) Right on there. (laughs) But yeah, like Wave Rider, I mean, there's so so many things you could do with Wave Rider, right? Like, Mm. um, uh, I'm kind of excited for this because, you know, you could do the whole, like, it's you're riding on the sun's rays on a on a on like a kind of treasure planet esque like surfy thing. Yeah, yeah. Or you're like you know the only way that you can travel is is by surfing these like cosmic waves that come down onto the earth or whatever. Mm. But I kind of like the idea of like it's a wasteland, a la Mad Max one. Yeah. Right. It is the world is falling apart. Yeah. And the only people, and, and the, the the key cultural thing we're taking from this isn't like like in Mad Max, BDSM and bikies, right? <laughs> we're looking at surf gangs and jet skis. <laughs> surf gangs. <laughs> so this is, uh, I, I think we set this in Australia, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. On on the on the coast of Australia, for on, sure. On the Gold Coast, it's, <laughs> it's it's in it's in the Mad Max universe, I would guess. Yeah. like it's it's sort of the oil. Oil is scarce. Everything's yep. falling apart. Maybe, yeah. I kind of, I, I think we should maybe like certainly. I think oil, oil is scarce. I think maybe this should be like more of a cultural thing. Mm. Like laws starting to fall apart. Nobody trusts the government. Like um, uh, the the Australian like government's falling apart. World governments are falling apart because yeah. uh, maybe there's been like a 
a string of assassinations. Maybe there's been something like a, a big conspiracy revealed, mm. whatever it is. But like authority suddenly is like not there. Nobody mm. cares for it anymore. Everyone's looking after, looking out for their own. Yeah. And I don't know what I, I can't think of specifics right now. I think I think we should try and figure out the specifics, but. The police don't exist anymore. Yeah. It's, it's just it's just lawlessness, um, and uh, like Mad Max, I, I think the police are maybe uh, maybe like maybe we could even do it kind of kind of real, right? Like mm. a, a kind of um, coronavirus uh, like um, libertarians nightmare, mm. which is to say, like the government did try to take these powers too far. Yeah. Right. So it what it was like it was like we're having lockdown today and you got to stay in your houses mm-hmm. and then it started being like okay now we're patrolling the streets the you know the, the virus is gone but like this is a better way of living. Yeah. Um and now you have to stay in your houses because there's less crime and we're like that's a good thing right less crime yeah. uh, and then and then they they kind of sell it as this thing but then people start disappearing and mm. then that's when communities start coming together to basically kick all the cops out of their uh, kick the cops and the army out of their communities yes. and, like and that, armed armed rebellion and that sort of left a void open for gangs to come round yep. on on bikes uh, as we see in Mad Max yeah um, this is on the coast though however yes so it is jet skis <laughs> it is jet skis a jet ski gang yeah. that's <laughs> going from place to place <laughs> going down the coast oh let's make it more piratey Mm. There are drones, right, mm. out there that are like, if someone gets in a car, we'll see the engine firing yeah. and we'll go, like, like shoot at the um, oh, thing. Right, yeah. the, the, the engine in a jet ski is small enough to it's, it's evade also, their like heat vision. It's also not classed as a uh, as a conventional vehicle. Yes, as well. they so, don't recognise it. So there's just it's only for leisure. Gangs. Yeah, <laughs> it's a leisure leisure vehicle. Yeah. yeah, it's not a transport vehicle. Um, in fact, in fact, that's it. It's like um, things that the poor would use mm. are banned. Right, yeah. so if you, a bike, if you can afford a car, anything like that. But like, if you've got a Tesla. Yeah. That's fine. If you've got a a jet ski, that's fine because those are expensive things that you know the poor can't afford. Yeah, I, I like the idea that we open this with like it's flee from the red hot chili peppers. Um, it's. Uh, I love how you said that without even thinking about. Yeah, someone. yeah. I'm it's just like, thinking. Yeah, I was, I was no. just thinking of someone with like short hair, scraggly, sort of like mm. thin, muscular, and sort of like uh, looks a little uncouth. Yeah, like, yeah. With with wire cutters breaking into a docks area. Looks like one of the war boys from uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Exactly, exactly. Does flee. <laughs> he does. Um, it's him and it's like um, uh, a couple of like uh, a couple of others and they're breaking into like um, a, a, a sort of you know a, a swanky dockyard sort of <sighs> thing where all, all the yachts are. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now yachts, you need a passcode to take out and that sort of thing. Yeah. But then, and and you think, oh, they're going to steal, they're going to steal a yacht. You see the security coming down the stairs, backwards and forwards along these really like uh, zigzagging staircase, and you can yeah. see them running back and forth as they run down. But they and they, they think, let's stop them. They're going for the boats, yeah. and uh, and they don't go for the boats. They're already away because like by they're the on time, the jet skis. exactly by the time they get there to the boats, there's no one there. But flees on the end of the dock. He's like. Hey, <laughs> and then um, uh, like they come running out towards him, and then he uh, like uh, jumps backwards 
Uh, and someone like grabs him by the scruff of the neck and, and just zooms off on a jet ski past him. Hey. Um, so I, I think in Australia, yeah. I, 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 I'm not too to go be in Australia. I think Mad Max is happening in Australia yeah, at yeah, this yeah, point. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, th- I think we set this, this uh, California. The, California. Yeah. 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 Um, California, here we come. Yes. Um, oh God, no. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I forgot that you've got a large grounding in this uh, location now. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> so, so the hero of this story, mm-hmm. um, our, our Mad Max figure, our yeah. our hero um, without a cause. Yeah, uh, and just sort of our, our lone uh, beach warrior, mm-hmm. if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, it's Owen Wilson. It's, it's no, it's it's, it's Gotham's uh, Benjamin McKenzie. And you you say Gotham's like you G- expect me to G- believe that G- you that's where you reference this it's, person from. It's, it's Gotham's Benjamin McKenzie. Um, but we all know him as Commissioner Young Commissioner Gordon. I need you to understand that you, this can't be a full pitch of OC references. <laughs> it can't. It just can't. Mm. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Because I might be the only person who, who has seen the OC, other than you. It's fine. I've not even seen it all yet. Have you not? No. No. Okay. Fair enough. All right, Benjamin McKenzie. Yeah. Yeah. What's he doing? He's um. Because he ain't a cop. That's for sure. He, he's not a cop. No. 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 He hates rich kids. Yep. Uh, because they've all got the boats. Yep. They're all allowed out. They're all allowed out, yeah, yeah because they, they pay. and and That's it. So, like, this feels so... I don't know why we thought it was Australia. This feels so American. Yeah, it's, yeah. You can pay for a for, a, um, for a, a, a license to leave the house and do social things. Yeah. It's they just took the, the coronavirus lockdown stuff and then just extended it mm. uh, and just went like yeah no it's, it's good this we like this you have to pay to leave your house yeah uh, you have to pay to get, an, get in a vehicle you have to have a license to do everything otherwise the drones will get you <laughs> they're out there they're out there that's another threat there's mm. there's fleas jet ski gang yeah and there's there's the drones <laughs> <laughs> that are constantly flying out ahead just taking people out they're trained on people's doors. <laughs> okay. All right. So um, we have to decide, A, what Benjamin McKenzie's doing. Yeah. What's his, what's his like, whole... Um, uh, what's his role in society? Mm. He got he got kicked out of the police force before this before all this happened because he wasn't going to toe the line. Yes, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't going to you know evict people during yeah. uh, during a pandemic. He wasn't no. going to do any of this stuff. His dad was a policeman, so he thought that he he'd go into the same thing, but he just hated it. He hated yeah. all that stuff. He hated it, and he he loves water sports. Yeah, as, as loves well being peed on in bed. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. I, I like fifty percent of me was like, I'm just going to bring water sports up. Hopefully, he won't go for the dirty, the dirty version of that, and and Too just late. just go for. Yeah. Well, I mean, he likes that as well. Yeah, he likes that, but that's not, not really important. involved. In it's the, not in important. The it's, it's 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 one of those like J.K. Rowling things where we tell people that that's what he likes later <laughs> on in an interview. <laughs> That's how a Dumbledore is gay. Yeah, it's uh, it's Benjamin McKenzie likes being peed on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
and, if, and that's uh, you know that's okay there's you know that like i feel like that's going to make the, the character more fleshed out but in an, in, in a novelization <laughs> down the line yeah, yeah yeah um yeah benjamin mckenzie is he, he so he, he was a cop not anymore mm. um uh, and now he's seeing that like um he sees flea and crew who he knows flea flea's like a an old an old friend mm. but not like an old friend he's like an old acquaintance yeah who he used to hang out with flea's like hey benjo what are you doing o- o- over there I don't, know, I don't know why it sounds like joe pesci but uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it sounds very much like flea <laughs> <laughs> um what what are you doing what are you doing over over this side of town <laughs> I can't even think who that is. Yes, that's um, uh, that's uh, that's Michael Michael Balsbury, aka Flea, in his role as mm. Bonzo, the the, the jet ski, the jet gang. ski gang, gangster. Yeah, yeah, um, Bonzo. Hey, Benjo, what are you doing that over this side of town? <laughs> hey, Bonzo, um, <laughs> I'm uh, just trying not to leave the house without being shot. Uh, that's that's what he says. I so here's here's it for me, right? I think that Bonzo is going to Bonzo and his gang mm. is going to basically start is going to rumble a a police station mm. and come back armed to the absolute teeth, mm. right? Now Bonzo's gang basically rule this whole neighborhood because mm. they're the only ones with loads and loads of automatic guns. Mm. Whereas everyone else is sort of like making do with just sort of like going out. They've also got like a bunch of passcodes and stuff for like uh, for for a bunch of um, motorboats yeah. and stuff like that that they can they can now use to run supplies up and down. So they're now in control. And and what what it, it turns out the reason he was able to get into the uh, into the uh, headquarters not the headquarters but this police supply depot mm. was because Benjamin McKenzie's dad is running f- is, is still part of the police yeah is running like this kind of kingpin operation okay he's like um, uh, he, he's like pulling the strings at, at the side saying like hey you know you take these weapons and you can take over that town but give me a cut sort of yeah, thing yeah. Um, and so I think that's going to be the, for, for me that's the that's the kind of arc thus far is that like as 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 Bonzo comes back and he's come comes back with all this all this all these jet skis and all this um uh all this weaponry yeah right the uh, he starts taking over Benjamin McKenzie's town yeah and Benjamin McKenzie has to leave and he goes he ends up finding out that Bonzo has been put up to this by someone yeah, and then discovers that it's his own dad. <laughs> it's a film noir in which there's hardly any wave riding at all. There is. There's, there's going to be plenty of wave riding as, yeah. as it goes on, but it's just like the the. Uh, I think here's 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 my pitch to you yeah. is that like he 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 discovers that it's like out in a. I don't know much about California and the Californian coastline. Are there any like bays or stuff? the san francisco bay area is that california, california it is yeah. okay so yeah like it is in the it is in the the san francisco bay yeah. this they've they've got like one lone like 
uh, thing that's just surrounded in with, with like police boats and stuff. They're holding out there. But, uh, oh, it's, it's Alcatraz. Yeah, holy <laughs> I shit. was just looking at you then, just like you've just you've just described <laughs> one of the most famous prisons. So yeah, he's he's in Alcatraz, and that's where the police are still holding out. Yeah. Um, and so like, and, and we discover that all these gangs who say specific and, and, and typified by Bonzo. Yeah. All these gangs who say they're all for like you know freedom and stuff are just taking the opportunity all, all the opportunities that Benjamin McKenzie's dad, who's played by um, John Cleese, um, is uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, screw you. Um, uh, you can't put another OC cast member in. Damn, not um, even the best one. <laughs> He'd be great as a cop dad. Well, he can't. He can be someone else. All right. um, He's Flea's dad. Yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> so we never see. Um, he no, he's the face of the Golden Gate Bridge. He is just, just a giant head that appears above the Golden just Gate Bridge. Screams whenever someone goes over it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's just background. That's just well building. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's just this giant holographic head of Peter Gallagher. Whenever it, whenever a car goes over the Golden Gate Bridge, he goes ah, like looking directly into this car. Yeah. Like, what have you done to me? <laughs> and we just hear it in the background. He blames individual sometimes. cars as yeah. they go along. Yeah. <laughs> you did this to me. Um, the soul of the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> So yeah, okay. So listen, John Cleese is 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 out there. He's, he's out in Alcatraz. Um, I think early on we have um, uh, Benjamin McKenzie get a message from John Cleese, and it's like you know uh, you know come to you know come to come to Alcatraz. He goes up and he sees him, and and and, and like John Cleese has been quite nice. He's like, oh, how are you doing out there? You know, it's. It's quite diff- different uh, nowadays than it used to be. Mm. But uh, we're still trying to do our very best to keep the community together. And, and you know, he's, he's being kind of like, you know, super smiley and super sort of like, oh, we're doing our best, but it's, it's all lawless out there. Now, yeah. you know? it's, it's very it's terrible, terrible business. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can, t- you can tell that, that Benjamin McKenzie isn't quite believing him, isn't quite buying it, you yeah. know. It, 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 saying stuff like, you know, I, you know I've, I've seen your cops... Uh, you making know, deals. I've seen your, your cops making deals. I've seen your cops like uh, shaking people down as mm-hmm. well. Like you know, I, when you control the uh, what vehicles are allowed, that uh, and it means that you that that people who are, who have tractors to um, and and people who are trying to still trying to grow in their vineyards yeah. are, are, are are having to pay you just to have these to, to not get shot with a drone. Yeah, um, like. Um, they paid their taxes. Well, they paid their drone tax. Have they paid their drone tax? No. Yeah. And they deserve to be shot. Bang! <laughs> Every time he does it, he's like, bang! Ha ha! <laughs> just beeps a little button. Yeah. A little alarm goes off on a screen, and it's like a drone that's auto locked onto someone who's like toiling in a field, but has, yeah. has, has like uh, just. Turned on like a cut to Francis Ford Coppola in his vineyard. <laughs> yeah, bang! He's like just getting he's just getting the attractor started, and yeah. he's like about to tow in a load of uh, <laughs> a, a load of a load of grapes, and he's just <laughs> bang, poof, and he just hits a big red button and it shoots them. That's for Dracula. <laughs> and yeah, sort of how how does this how does this all come to it? Like, does he find out that that John Cleese is? Yeah, 
I think I think like he he finds out that John Cleese is the one actually paying all these gangs, mm. right? Um, and so I think what I would do typically would be to like have him rustle up a bunch of people, or no, it's it's not. It's yeah, okay. If it was just post-apocalypse, I would have him go in alone and just shoot a lot of people, right? Mm. But if it's pir- since it's piratical. I think he basically like joins Bonzo's crew, mm. ties up and kills Bonzo, like you know, because like reveals Bonzo to be working for the police to oh, yeah. his own crew, mm. right? Who are all a little bit more kind of like you know, you got Anthony Kiedis, you got John Frusciante, you got you know, just Chad just, Smith, yeah. yeah, Chad Smith, just yeah. just the, the the rest of the crew who are a little <laughs> yeah. bit more high minded, a little bit more freedom surfer duty because we've run out, we've lost the surfer dude yeah. uh, f- feature of this, we've lost the um, oh you know the the uh, point break vibe of this yeah, yeah you, know? you got you got Keanu Reeves yeah. in there yeah um uh, who else? Who else is surfing? Let's go dude? with Heath Ledger. Heath, Heath Ledger's Ledger. pretty, pretty surfery. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was o- in, Owen uh, Wilson's in there. Owen Wilson, uh, Adrian Brody. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, uh, those, those. Amanda guys. Bynes. Amanda Bynes. Yeah. Surfer Dude. Surfer Dude, Amanda Bynes. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, and. Rachel Bilson, you know. And, Re- and Rachel, M- Rachel McAdams as well. Rachel McAdams as well. Surfer Dude. Yeah. Um, and that's the kind of gap. Yeah, and I think they Benjamin McKenzie whips them like like you know reveals in this quite noir way <laughs> to them that that Bonzo is working for the police. Yeah, by you know throwing something down a, a pile of like a pile of chips, a pile of like you know like sort of those co- those access codes, mm. and he's like he's been having you, he's been working for the man all, all along, and um, <clears throat> they all kill Bonzo, mm. and then they go freaking riding out to water to, to try and to Alcatraz to Alcatraz to try and break this blockade of other gangs yeah. that are sort of like starting to move in and start to be starting to become this like uh, I, I think we have a kind of, it's almost Warriors-esque where like they are driving across mm. and John Cleese is like they've got the chips that mean I can't make the drones shoot at them <laughs> go gangs go and they sort of like they, they all kind of get assaulted by a bunch mm. of other surf dudes yeah, and, on and they're going under the Golden Gate Bridge where Peter Gallagher's face is, ah! <laughs> you go get them guys like, uh, I think, I think um, he's very yeah, supportive about this About he's very supportive of, of um, Benjo or whatever we called him um, and uh, yeah I think at one point because they, they, there's a lot I'm feeling there's like going to be a lot of harpoons in this it's mm. ju- it might just be the bond kind of connection between jet skis and harpoons but I feel it you know mm. um, so I, um, I, I I forget I, there's an entire jet ski fight Oh in, yeah, in a Bond movie. Yes, uh, there's I, also an underwater battle in yeah. Thunderball. Yes, in Thunderball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe we can take some footage from that. Yeah, as probably. Well. Yeah, we don't have to do as much, much underwater guns <laughs> and, and <laughs> scuba gear. Yeah, we don't have to do as much underwater filming if we just steal the the movies footage. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I kind of like the idea of like at one point they're they're catching up with their speedboats mm. and then um, like. Uh, Benjamin McKenzie is like hand to hand fighting with, uh, let's say, um, John Cena. Yeah, um, of course. Uh, and it's like absolutely like you know, dodging and boxing and stuff on the deck of this speedboat. Yeah. And then um, like the uh, uh, Rachel McAdams pulls up alongside on a on a on a jet ski and um, uh, like 
there's this harpoon gun right that that um john cena has and um ben mckenzie wraps it around the steering wheel and then yeah. fires it at the golden gate bridge <laughs> right <laughs> which is screaming ow <laughs> and it wraps around and then just this uh, and then uh, Ben McKenzie dives off to onto the back of Rachel McAdams' mm. jet ski, where as John uh, as John Cena's um, uh, as John Cena's motorboat just goes straight into the mouth. Of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> of the John Hippie. Cena's screaming. Ben uh, Peter Gallagher's screaming <laughs> as this boat goes flying straight into the mouth. Go, oh, that's that's a spicy meter ball. <laughs> I haven't eaten in in a hundred years. <laughs> Since they installed me here. <laughs> I think I have a taste for human flesh. <laughs> As one of the cables comes loose and just... Uh, uh, his tongue is just whipping people below as it just hoists them off their jet yeah. skis. It's the uh, Battle of San Francisco Bay. Yeah. Uh, is where uh, Peter Carker learned that uh, he could eat people. <laughs> and I, I, there's one more thing I want to put in here, which is to say, like, an unlikely ally of some kind. Mm. You know, it, it's got to be, like... Um, who else lives in San Francisco? What's, what's another scene in San Francisco? It's like hipsters, isn't it, really? It's uh, Silicon Valley. Yeah, the Silicon Valley <laughs> hipsters are all firing, um, are all firing like cannons full of uh, microchips at, um, at, <laughs> at them from afar. So who's a good, who's a good tech startup? Uh, uh, Bill Gates. Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> startup. Yeah. How do you like them apples? He says... <laughs> As he as he as he cuts the head off someone who has a who's conspicuously wearing a polo neck <laughs> and glasses. Yeah. Well, no, you don't because the head's gone. Oh yeah. So it's just gone. it's just it's an just empty a polo, polo neck. neck. Uh, it's a turtleneck. Turtleneck. A, turtleneck, a black turtle, yeah. a really thin black turtleneck. Yeah, but it's just empty all yeah, the way yeah. up. Yeah. Like we just cut to that scene. Yeah. I don't think it's any <laughs> any of any importance to the film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how do you like them apples? Just, he says, smoking a fat cigar. <laughs> just some of uh, some of the police, some of um, uh, John Cleese's men, just get peppered in the side of the face with a bunch of microchips and we look and we see boom 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 boom, boom, boom as these cannons go off the side of the bay and it's like it's like the Silicon Valley hipsters are helping us and, yeah. it's, and it's Bill Gates in a top knot cutting their head <laughs> Bill Gates in a top knot and like a full on military camo gear yeah with a giant cigar just like go get them boys <laughs> Playing Credence Clearwater Revival, <laughs> yeah, real loud. Got a mad Vietnam War vibe to Bill Gates. <laughs> and so they, I suppose, they get into Alcatraz, and uh, the the last scene is going to have to be like that. They all get caught, mm. but then there's this, this like come to father sort of moment where they're talking. Yeah, and and John to John John, John Cleese gives gives Ben McKenzie a big hug, mm. right, and uh, like gets his pistol and goes bang 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 and shoots John Frusciante and Anthony oh, Kiedis no. uh, and goes you don't need those those guys anymore you work for me now and um, like at the point where all the rest of the crew are going to be killed mm. um, uh, John Cleese realises too late that during the hug Ben McKenzie had put something in his pocket that was like a, a homing beacon for the drones oh, so when he, he smashes he the out his door yeah. and bang yeah Bang! <laughs> he's got, he's got like, oh, it's it's a um, it's a it's a credit chip, right? It's like a credit card that is overdrawn by six million dollars. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> and so the drones just like punish him for being poor and... <laughs> in debt bang <laughs> and uh, yeah they drive off yeah. underneath the bridge yep um, <laughs> Peter Gallagher opens up his mouth and there's a sunset behind it uh, the golden mouth bridge yeah yeah there we go that was uh, <laughs> wave riders of the apocalypse oh they ro- rode those waves big mate oh yeah they, they, they really rode did. all the waves and they, they ride a lot of waves in it <laughs> they do yeah. we forgot to mention yeah, that yeah yeah well it's, it was we only outlined one big set piece in mm. which they ride waves but they ride waves a lot more yeah yeah than we it, said. it's mainly all on waves yeah is the film yeah yeah but yeah, that was our main feature pitch. Uh, thank you to all the webs of stage for that title. Hope you enjoyed it, and I hope everyone else enjoyed listening to that film pitch as well. Um, we pitched the best movies that never get made, clearly. Um, <laughs> and that one, I, I, you know, it's it's close enough to Waterworld that I'm pretty sure it will never, never, never get made. <laughs> Even in the entire span of the human existence, that one's not quite going to get there. No, no, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, thank you all for listening. Um, if you have enjoyed the show, please consider telling your friends. Um, it, is, it is the best way that the podcast gets shared, um, and uh, we really, really appreciate those of you who do it. Um, although, just liking the posts when we put even the title posts out, or when, mm-hmm. we, when we post the episodes... Um, is is honestly helpful more helpful than you think it boosts that algorithm it does and we don't know what the algorithm really is but we know it's important the other thing you can do is go over to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast where uh, you can help us out monetarily um and get some bonus content yourself. Mm. Um, you can get uh, bonus pitches for $5 a, a month, um, but uh, even with $1 a month, you get your name read out and you get to vote on the genre, creating hilarious scenarios like this where we have to go to a, a genre with one movie in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Only one movie, maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe two. If you're generous. Yeah, if you're generous. <laughs> if, you're, if you're generous enough to, to, to warrant... Mortal Engines as, a, as a, an actual film if that exists. If you're a genre descriptivist, then yes. yes yeah. um, <laughs> but yes, um, so thank you, thank you, thank you to all these people whose real names I'm about to read out. That is Brandon Spanky Mills, Ross Originals and his 400 Dragon Children, Mr. Bisque getting reports of a crack team trying to stop you in the past, Jeremy L. Kayam, Stephen D. Thomas, Fingers to Hand, Pime Trimester, the time you later is detecting a second time warp, and it's not us... James Delaney, Brames D. Tom Kayam. We can't stop the wusk heap born alone. We need a hero. We need Brent Black. Really? Him? But will he answer our call? 400 approacheth. All will rise. All will pull. Mr. Queen Bad Batch of Liesville. Joseph Hegarty. Pentvis, come quickly. Paulvin is appearing all over the sodding time screen. What do we do? Life is hard. It would be better if... I, if only I had 400 baby dragons to give to Cancermancer. He can talk to crabs. Jimmy, you're right. The Biscvengers are coming along nicely, but we're a bit too safe for work. We need Alex NSFW. Carl, not only are you immune to jumbling, but your bone marrow seems to reverse jumbulation. We have to harvest you. Nikki H. I had to make a second Patreon account just to participate in this stupid ARG. Cracking the digital mainframe? That doesn't mean anything, Davey. Why don't you just try a forgotten password request? Riley! Matt, here's a pitch. It's a podcast in which we pitch movie ideas at each either. Eden MW, 
I embarrassed myself in front of the other podcast to join the shenanigans. Tom, by Jove, you cracked it. Send it to the podcast printy press thing and get us on Spotify. <laughs> so that is uh, all of our patrons. Thank you very much. Yeah, and if you want to join those people, as we said, go to patreon.com forward slash life's a pitch podcast and just donate a minimum of $1 a month where you get to vote on the genre we do each week. It's a very small amount of money. It's a very, very small amount of money. And we end the show, as we always do, with the Yes Very Clever Award, which is... Uh, and award we give out to someone who's given us a title based around a, a just a pre-existing title and yep. just had a bit of fun with it. And they've had a lot of fun with it this week. Um, <laughs> Have they? Yes. Yeah. Are we going to get the, the full story? The, the, there's two people who've won it because they worked as a team uh, <laughs> to come up with uh, to come up with the uh, <laughs> the title this week. Yeah. Um, so from Matthew Presley and Tinnit Glass, we've been given. Moist Max. Moist Max. They worked together to get to to get to end up with that title. Uh, I think I saw that one in creation, and yeah. it was quite a quite a journey. Yes. Um, so if you if you have notes for someone else's title, then <laughs> I mean, do it. But... Yeah. <laughs> Work to do do some collab. I like to see collaboration in the comment yeah. section. Yeah, I think we've picked a few titles uh, yeah. that have been collaborations before. <laughs> um, so thank you for that one. Until next week, I've been Tom McGrath. I've been Matt Turner. Remember who pitched it. Mm-hmm.